The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Very active starting a business. It takes a lot of gumption. I really want to dig in deep, figure out what makes these people tick, how they are leveraging their success to make the rest of the world a better place. You know, maybe have a couple of giggles along the way. From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Kilroy Report, the podcast that shares the stories of entrepreneurs and agency owners doing extraordinary things in an ordinary world. Now here's your host, Tim Kilroy. All right, everybody, welcome to the Kilroy Report. My name is Tim Kilroy, and we are here to talk about amazing and interesting people in the advertising and online industry who are doing amazing and interesting things. And today we have sort of a, a unique guest because often we're talking to people whose businesses have grown dramatically, or we're talking about people who, with people who can help you improve performance. And today we are talking with my friend Taylor Val, who, you know, quite honestly, just got fired from a job. And so this isn't your usual sort of like, here are the three keys to success kind of podcast. Today is all about what do you do when you get punched in the face for a stupid reason and then move forward with a smile on your face. So everybody, uh, please say welcome to Taylor. Yay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks, Tim, for, you know, having me. It, it, great intro. You know, I'm hoping I can inspire someone out there that's you know in their process right now of trying to find a new job trying to find new employment there's a lot of us out there you know and linkedin makes it ever so clear they badge you you know they give you that green open to work badge and you wear it with pride yeah, like, or, or like <laughs> oh, it's, i don't know i don't but well, you know you know it's like if you have a, a odd colored car you never noticed that color of car before until you <laughs> bought it and now right. everyone has it right and so yeah. Same thing goes with LinkedIn. You know, I'm, I've been noticing so many people that have the open a work badge. And I think it's, it's just because, you know, A, the algorithm's probably spot on from LinkedIn. You know, yeah. they're showing me content that they know, you know, I'm in the same boat. And, uh, but, you know, it's amazing to hear uh, the stories uh, from these people. And thankfully right now, the market is actually, you know, in the unemployed's favor. Yeah. So, so, so if you wouldn't mind, share with us the, the exciting story of, of why you're looking for a job. Oh boy. You know, I wish my wife found it as exciting as everyone else. She's still getting the, the humor of it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like to look at what happened to me as a, you know, kind of a learning experience, but you know, I was a, a director of a, a pretty large credit union here in Colorado and I had a couple, a team of about four individuals that were under me and we had an amazing 2020, amazing 2020 all throughout the year. We've been working remote for goodness. I think we're eight, 10 months there. And so we hadn't seen each other in quite some time. And I took uh, the team out to celebrate uh, a successful start to 21, which, you know, we were hoping 2021 would be, you know, this complete opposite of what 2020 was. It was more of the same, you know, so we, we got to, you know, still do the work from home and, and we're you know, trying to be as best as we could. So I took the team out for lunch and we toured our new HQ that's being built, beautiful new building. And I had, I had a beer at lunch and unfortunately I'm super aware of it now, but as then, back then, uh, I wasn't, and it was against company policy and, 
you know, it's a, it's an unfortunate thing that happens, but it's one that I wasn't trying to hide, you know, I, was, right. I, I took pictures of the events and, you know, I even made a little video montage, right? I wanted to send it to my uh, boss and just, you know, Hey, here's what we're doing to celebrate. And it's a fun little thing. And she knows the beer and by golly, that was right. it. Now, now let's like, now let's like, you weren't getting schnockered, right? Like you were no, not. No, no, no. Yeah. So, you know, we were, in, we're at lunch. So I don't like to drink beer and eat. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I ordered a, you know, an amber beer comes out. I probably drank about a third of it. I didn't even finish the beer, but it's. So, so for, for four ounces of beer. All right. So, so, but I'll tell you, so we, we've known each other a, a, a little bit on LinkedIn. And when I read this story on LinkedIn, I just thought, well, first of all, like, that's totally ridiculous. Like, I get <laughs> yeah, that yeah. people have, like, people have policies, but holy guacamole, there are some policies that are completely arbitrary, right. you know, and you're a grown up, you can, you know, you're over 21, whatever. I like, you know, I, I, I look, I don't look it. Is the thing is, you know, I'm just, a, it's, it's the it's, wrinkles it's, are, and the grays are starting to come in. So it's the glasses that make you look older. So, <laughs> but let me, but the thing that really sort of, you know, besides the fact that I think you're a good guy and, you know, that you're fired for what is in many respects, it's, it's a little bit of a capricious reason, right? Or from the outside anyways, it seems that way. And I try to rail against capriciousness at any opportunity because it's just dumb. They, there's context to everything, but what I really want to do. So, so what made me think like, wow, like this is something that, you know, that needs to be paid attention to was what you did after, right. right. And your unemployment coming out party in, in some respects. And so I want to share, I'm going to share my screen here. So everybody who gets, who's watching this can check it out. Now, if you're just listening to the podcast, there will be a link to this site in, in the show notes. Uh, but what really just, what is the, what's the most amazing thing is sort of, uh, is what Taylor did with a punch in the face. And so he quickly put together this website. Now, let me ask you, did you just have these pictures lying around? Or you know, you Thank God I got canned right after we did some corporate headshots, you know, so, nice. you know, not a lot of pictures of me out there look as good as those. So no, I'm just going to use those forever, everywhere. Absolutely. So, so then you've got a piece about your, about your, about who you are and essentially your experience. But what I thought was really delightful was this sort of exploding head Myers-Briggs sort of look at things and, you know, that helps you stand out in so many ways. I mean, the fact that the top of your head is detachable is quite <laughs> awesome. But you know, the fact that you're that you are sort of you're leveraging this, you know, this sort of diagnostic piece as as something that is as as an attribute, as you know, reason for you to be attractive. And uh, for those of you who are listening, Taylor is an INT, which is the logician. Now I happen to be an ENFP, I think. Yeah. Yep, that's a campaigner. Well, I'm a marketing dude, so what can I say? <laughs> but really, that's sort of what you know, you know, and that's what really struck stuck out for me is the fact that you took this like this moment of real, and it's sort of an unexpected event, and instead of like thinking, oh my God, I like, I've got to get on monster.com and get a $12 an hour job because I just need to put food on the table. You've stopped to think like, 
how can I present myself in the best possible way? And, you know, and what made you, what made you attack it in this way? Yeah, no, it's, I appreciate all the the kind words there as part of this journey here. And it, it wasn't really that long ago that I was fired. It's been about two and a half weeks now. And so I really wanted to take this as an opportunity to position myself and to look at my career and see what type of story do I want to build around myself? You know, what is that brand that I would like to represent to these companies that I'm applying to? And as a manager, as a hiring manager, people that really stood out to me in the interview process were those that were were passionate, engaged, and they personalized their interview style and their conversation with me based upon the company. You know, they did their research, they, they learned about me, they talked about the company and the goal and the vision. And I, I really wanted to really present myself in a way that it's, I'm building a marketing campaign, right? Around myself, you know, and right, exactly. Yeah. Every company like, has you a are the product, right? Yeah. So try to, to put a package me up, put it a bow on it, you know, uh, pick my best picture, maybe Photoshop some wrinkles and lines out of my face. And, you know, I wanted to show and stand out a bit, you know, the exploding head idea. I, I woke my wife up and I, I told her about this idea and I think she's to the point where she just kind of accepts my uh, crazy ideas, you know, and just go for it and trust them and it will pan out and work out. So I have this, I have a background in, in web design and development. And so really the technologies that are available right now are just, my gosh, you could do almost anything you set your mind to online. And so, yeah, it's uh, fun for me to craft up, but really the cool part of this, the site actually is. When you get a little bit more custom, so it, you may not have, have seen kind of the secondary endeavor that I'm doing, but I actually have a, a corresponding resume that goes along with the website. So whenever you, if I'm applying to Facebook, for example, so I'm in the current process, I've got a call lined up with Facebook next week. I sent them a customized resume with customized header, linking them to the site, but instead of taylorvowell.com, it's taylorvowell.com forward slash Facebook. Right. And actually, I'm so, going gonna, gonna sh- gonna to share, uh, I'm going to share one of these. So this is one that yeah, you did HubSpot. For, for, for HubSpot. And, you know, the, and the reason, the, the reason why I know about this one is I forwarded this to a contact at HubSpot who said, Hey, idiot, get in line. This is the, like, we, we're very transparent. You can come in through the front door or not at all. I do have a call lined up with HubSpot as well. So. Which, which I thought was great, but basically, you know, it's, what's really interesting is, is you've sort of taken the idea of web personalization, right? And applied it to your resume, you know, sort of, you know, so you we're sharing a screen here. So he, he's got the job listing here. He's got a story about the time he went to inbound, which is HubSpot's conference. He's got these cards in HubSpot colors that, that walk through his experience and the most, and the job he's applying to is a director of developer marketing at HubSpot and in his experience, he has this listed as sometime in the near future, which I think is really, is quite cheeky and beautiful. So, so I, and I think, and I, and I think what's really cool is you were taking the, like all the stuff that you've practiced professionally, right. And you are, and you're putting it into play like on a truly personal level. Right. And so how hard was it to start thinking about yourself as a product, as a, as an entity to be marketed rather than, you know, let's say, you know, Taylor 
who is a guy who's got strengths and weaknesses and insecurities and, you know, and self-image and all this sort of stuff. How did you sort of disassociate yourself from yourself? You know, it's interesting because really at, at the core of it, I think the vulnerability is quite a part of my persona now. If you're looking at it from a, you know, marketing angle, that is a part of my story is showcasing and being open about my faults, open about the things that I'm working on. And throughout my career, you know, I've been striving to be a better leader for my team. And through that journey, I've really discovered a lot about myself, you know, and the things that I'm good at, the things that I'm not good at. And, you know, we should all really embrace it. And so that's kind of, it all stems around that vulnerability and just being out there and open, you know, gosh, not too long ago, I don't think I would have ever announced that I got canned in the manner that I did. Yeah. Probably you know, brush it to the side, not talk about it, but I really seized it as an opportunity as a, to help someone, you know, my team even reaching out to me and leaving me recommendations. It has been unreal, the experience that I've gotten, the feedback from LinkedIn. So really that vulnerability opens up some doors because we're all yeah. human. Uh, I mean, like, ho- holy moly, like it got you on this podcast that has in its lifetime, dozens and dozens of downloads. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I expect the residual checks to just keep flowing. So, oh, crud, yeah, we didn't uh, totally, sign that absolutely. deal beforehand. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, you, like you totally get 50% of all advertising revenue here. Perfect. And so you get the same amount as I do, which is zippity doodah. It's interesting because, you know, when I started trying to figure out what I do, because sometimes it's tough, you know, you switch jobs, you do a different thing here and there. Yeah. And, you know, even though your career might be centered around a central concept, what you've done and your skills you've acquired evolve over time. And so what is that consistent kind of thread throughout your entire career that strings it all together? And for me, it was kind of identifying that I really like to create and build digital experiences, you know, something that can Right. When you're a track boy, that's exactly what you wanted to be. Right. Yeah. You know, and uh hadn't been invented yet. And you're thinking like, Daddy, someday <laughs> I'm gonna build these things. What should we call them? You know what's Did funny you- is uh, I wanted to be an architect, you know, and uh really? that's every little boy's dream, right? Um, I want to be evil Knievel. There you go. Yeah, I'll build you the ramp. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like uh, you know, totally. I wanted to be evil Knievel or a veterinarian. <laughs> Pretty close, pretty close. Yeah. So, I mean, you and can now still. I'm, now I'm a marketing want. guy with a dog that you heard barking earlier. So I think we could position yourself. Yeah. The right tweaks to get you out there as a, a stunt driver. <laughs> right. Stunt, a stunt marketer. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. So, so, you know, without uh, jinxing anything, how is your job search going? Really well. It's, you know, I, I've got to maintain not be over optimistic, right? You know, maintain that point of view that yeah. nothing's set in stone, nothing is guaranteed. Uh, and that's life, right? <laughs> but so far, the outreach from, from organizations, even approaching myself, has been fantastic. Set up some calls and really just even I love exploring opportunities and ideas with business owners and like-minded individuals, you know, people that maybe are even, you know, in a position that I am and maybe something I can say can help them out. And so I've probably about half of my calls I've set up this, uh, these last two weeks have been with some small businesses as 
and a consulting nature to see kind yeah. of if, if there's an opportunity for me to help them. And well, I know that you are focused on the, the job, right? You know, finding a job because, you know, you've got little ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have one on the way. Yeah. I've got a four-year-old, a one-year-old. <laughs> so two boys. And then we've got one on the way due in July. So it was perfect timing to get a canned. Yeah. I've, I'm having a bunch of little kids. So my kids are, are 18, 17, 15, and turning 12 tomorrow. So I have wow. twins who are turning 12 tomorrow. So, so, so I totally get it. But what I'm really, what I'm really, you know, delighted about is that, you know, although you are looking for a job and sort of that, you know, that path that gives you the things that you want and need, the, the fact that you're sort of, you're thinking, you're being more open about, about things is really, I think it's really quite remarkable, you know, because you were sort of thrown into this without warning, you know, it is really difficult when things don't go the right way right. to be circumspect enough to explore. You know, it's interesting. I was so used to being in meetings and working all day <laughs> that it was a huge shift, right? It's just, you weren't expecting it. And now yeah. you nothing, right? Your schedule is blank. And I haven't seen a blank schedule in, in who knows how long. And uh, so I wanted to fill it. <laughs> so, yeah, sure. You know, the, the first thing that I, I did was I, I set up a, a Calendly, you know, as if I was running my own little business here. And I blocked off the morning for the Calendly events to allow people to book. And then the afternoon, I wanted to spend with my family. You know, this is, it's been a heck of a long time since I've had a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so old. that's, I, I think I'm showing my age there. It was old when I was young, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that went right over my head. Yeah, that was a net Funicello Mickey Mouse club. Not ringing the bell. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. So I feel young and vital now. That's great. But uh, that's, anyway. a, yeah, that's all right. So yeah, you know, I wanted to, I got some great advice. One of my first calls was, was a, a good connection of mine who's involved past, you know, just even a, a work connection. His name's Brett and he's worked with a few different companies that I've had the pleasure to deal with. And he recently had went through a similar experience, you know, getting laid off. And he, he told me, he's like, really take this opportunity to spend as much time as possible with your family. You won't get it back and, and you're not going anywhere. You know, and it's interesting because, you know, I could spend all day, every day seeking out a job and employment. And thankfully, you know, I'm in a position where I, I don't have to be as aggressive. You know, I don't have to work a double shift and something to, you know, feed yeah. my family right now. So I feel blessed for that, for sure. But that was some great advice. And it's been fantastic. My went to the zoo. My grass is really green. So the lawn's looking great. And then well, that's important, you know. Yeah. I mean, unemployed, like your lawn should be like as spectacular as ever. Right. You know, no, you, absolutely, you, absolutely. I, I went out there with scissors the other day. So, well, thank <laughs> Thank goodness. Cause I was going to mention that, you know, that there were several blades that were a little bit too tall. Oh yeah. My, my wife reminds me. Because we have a lot of marketers, you know, thinking about that, listening to this podcast, at least one of them, you know, I mean, I don't even think my wife listens to this thing, but whatever. But I think the, like the thing that you've done that I think that is really remarkable is that you really have treated yourself as a product to be, to, to create a campaign around. And you've actually gone through the, the concept of sort of identifying your target audience and then making yourself relevant to that audience. How would you feel 
on the other end, as a hiring manager, if you got, uh, you know, a link to your personalized, you know, focused resume? Well, it's interesting. So I've, I've thought about a lot about this journey because it, when hiring in a, you know, corporate level, there's different stages you have to go through. And in the recruitment stage at my previous employer, I worked really diligently with my recruitment team to help me find talent. Yeah. And so they, you know, scouted talent. They worked with recruiters. They scoured through resumes. And the key was the ones, and well, it's quite interesting. You know, I've, I, someone commented, you know, the best way to, to get a hold of these companies is to, to reach directly to the hiring decision manager. And I actually felt a little opposite on that because when I've hired in the past, the people that have reached directly out to me as a hiring manager, it didn't, I never have hired any of those. <laughs> the ones that I've hired are the ones that recruitment came to me and said, I've got a rock star candidate. You know, I've talked to them on the phone. I checked out their resume. They did this awesome thing. And if they stand out, I'm going to probably pick up the phone and call that person yeah. right away. So I, I think there's a couple different levels of trying to stand out in the job hunt. And it's all about positioning and it's all about just being unique. And, and that doesn't mean, you know, make a pink resume with glitter and large font comic sans. It might work. Like if I got that resume, that might be the one that I read. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And I've got the boring old templated resume, you know, Calibri font, black and white. It's, you know, these yeah. systems scan and look for keywords to see if you're fit. Right. prior to even get in front of a recruiter. So there are some fundamentals of looking at that from a technical aspect, and you could probably associate it to search engine optimization. You know, yeah, you, absolutely. Need, you need to have your resume primed and ready for a machine to read it. Because often job hunting is, is an exercise in, in hearing people say no to you. Uh, and I know that, that for a lot of people, that's like, that's demoralizing. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they're like, wait, but wait a minute, I'm good and valuable. But as you put it in, in the, the way, like you need to have you like, you need to fit inside the system in order to stand out. Right. So, right. so if you're not thinking about your, your resume as a machine readable, digestible thing, I think that, you know, that puts you at a disadvantage, Right. Yeah, I think so. You know, and I'm not a professional resume writer by a long shot, but there's some fantastic people out there that, you know, know how to craft a story around who you are and your accomplishments while maintaining some of those standards that come yeah. with machine reading technologies. You know, the interesting thing that you brought up, you have to kind of get used to those denials and those yeah. auto denials, you know, that someone probably didn't even open a resume at a handful of these different places, you know, and just... Yeah. It popped off a denial and thinking yourself as a product, if you kind of associate it to sales, you have to kind of disassociate your, yourself from taking that personally. When someone hangs yeah. up the phone on you, you know, when someone screams at you and tells you, no, you got to be able to separate that from yourself to continue to move forward and keep selling. And so you can't get hung up on the, the denials that are coming through because they're inevitable. Literally anyone who puts their resume out there could be the CEO applying to the same company. Yeah. Probably will get an auto denial occasionally, you know? So, right. Sure, sure, uh, sure. 
yeah, yeah you got to keep your head straight because my, my wife was in unfortunately was in a very similar situation myself pre-covid right as covid hit she got laid off and uh, it's turned into a blessing though because she gets to spend time with the kids and I, I don't know what I would do without her. And, you know, she was pushing forward in, in her marketing path in her career, but the process, and this was when the market for the unemployed was just scarce. No one was hiring, yeah. you know, no one to take that risk at, at that specific moment, yeah. you know, and uncertainty was unreal. And so denial after denial, denial it's, it destroys you a little bit, you know, and yeah, um, it, it's gotta, can. you got to separate you know, and it's, I think if you start thinking about yourself as a product and as a salesman for that product, as opposed to just yourself, it, it can help. Yeah, no, I agree. There's this, there's this great book by Herman, is that his name? I think so. Called The uh, Alter Ego. And, you know, basically his, the idea is that in order to get your, to get your, you to push through boundaries, you just have to pretend to be the person that pushes through the boundaries. So you like, you would adopt this, you know, you play the role of the person who accomplishes this thing that you want to accomplish. Right. You know, and one of the examples he gives Bo Jackson, the, you know, the football player, he said, Bo Jackson never played a football game. It was always this character that Bo Jackson had created in his head. Hmm. That person played the football games and smashed through people and ignored pain and scored touchdowns and owned everything. It was never Bo Jackson. It was this character you know i do get this reference so one out of two ain't bad yeah no like and if you don't if you don't know bo jackson holy <laughs> moly you know dual sport superstar career cut short by a hip injury but you know but i think that's but i think that's really interesting i think that's such a sort of a, you know it, it might be a common thing that people do but i think the way that you sort of expressed it and and completely divorced yourself from it and leveraging your own marketing skills to turn yourself into a product, I think is just, is just fantastic. So, and I, I'm going to have my podcast team sort of push this one out the door as quickly as possible. So maybe somebody will hear it. So what kind of job are you looking for? Oh boy. You know, and, and this is, I'm in a unique spot. I'm trying to find the right company. I, I want to fit into a culture that I can see myself being with that is full of passionate, energy, smart individuals, you know, that are, are looking to innovate and do something new and to drive growth for a company. And to really get behind that culture and practice, I, I really do feel there has to be a solid foundation of a product or a service. And, uh, you know, I've been in the agency world for quite some time and it's a grueling world. The problem I had with agency world is I had all these ideas. I could only give 10% at a time to my different clients and I never yeah. felt I could really get in there, you know? And so, yeah, I'm looking for a, a company right now that seems to be a good fit for me and love to lead a team of some bright individuals. We are building some, a great team at my last uh, job and I hope to continue that. And uh, really that's all I can ask for is finding the, the right culture fit for myself and everything builds upon that. So yeah, doesn't really matter what the specific service or product is, but I uh, got to find that team of of people that you can yeah. get energized coming into work every day. Cool. All right. We're running, running up against time here, but everybody, the takeaways, I think, from today's discussion, and this goes for if you're looking for a job or if you're trying to sell a service uh, or if you are, or if you're leading a company, you know, you really do need to divorce yourself from not only the, the outcome, but you need to divorce yourself from 
the value judgments you might feel along the way, right? Because, you know, for many years, being unemployed was kind of a shameful thing. It, you're right. You, people didn't talk about it. But, in, but now you've actually turned that, you know, the thing that people might, you know, like, like mumbling, like, I'm, I'm looking for a job, you know, where you might sort of say it like that. But instead, you've been like, hey, world, like, here I am, my head explodes with these great ideas on the logician. And you know what, and I have been really thoughtful about the way I present myself. And I'm not being desperate saying, please give me a job, but rather saying, like, here are the best attributes of my products. This is my, you know, this is the way that I think about the world. This is, these are the talent I bring, and this is the process I bring. So that's why I'm the right fit for your business. So you were sort of you were are in in many respects rather than being a passive or a, a sort of a supplicant applicant, right? Some someone saying, someone hoping that they have the right answer for a potential hire. You were saying, hey, people who want to hire, like this is what I look like. This is you know these are the, my strengths and weaknesses, and if, if that fits inside you know your respective box, then let's talk. Right. Yeah. And it's been fun to position it like that because there's so many different opportunities. There's a thousand different ways to skin a cat. And when we're looking at digital marketing, product design, and user experience, it's the same thing. There's a lot of different roles that, you know, people who have talent can come in and fill. And I just want to to be able to find that uh, company that's seeking a person like me. And just be yourself. Like yeah. I keep telling people like, you know, they, how do you position yourself? And well, just be yourself and, and try to see what's that common thread throughout your career that can describe yourself so perfectly, because that's going to help you find a perfect match and, and not just one for the, the immediate future. It's one that could be a long-term. Well, Taylor, I know when you are unemployed, your time is really cheap. <laughs> but this has been really valuable. And I want to thank you so much for joining us today because, you know, there's a, there, you know, there's a lot of people in the world that are, you know, either they're looking for a job or they're in a job that doesn't fit them. And I think some of the lessons that you've, you know, that you're sharing here are really remarkable. And the fact that it was caused by completely arbitrary capricious rule in organization that I'm sure you, of which I'm sure you were very fond, but you know, it, you know may, maybe should be looked at some derision, whatever. Yeah. You know, and, and I absolutely love my past employer and everyone I work with and, you know, I respect their decision and I really appreciate their growth. They helped me grow as a leader and that's all I can ask for at each of these companies that, you know, I, I get to experience with is that continued growth. All right. So uh, anybody who's looking to hire uh, a really smart marketer with a deep technical understanding of, of how to connect things, not, and I'm not talking about sort of, you know, not connecting your Facebook to your paid search, not that, but sort of, you know, connecting the essential levels of information and value propositions, both internally and across the team, I think is, mm. you know, that's, well put. that's that's what you'll find inside of Taylor Vowell. And you can check out his fabulous job search website at taylorvowell.com. And thanks so much for being on the Kilroy Report. It's All right. Great. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's Tim. Thanks for tuning into the Kilroy Report. Your support means a lot. If you liked this episode, hated this episode, whatever, 
please leave your feedback at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you do that sort of thing. And if you're one of the brilliant people who love this, think about subscribing. It'll do you good.